Hi guys, we got another episode here of Hot Take Use Masters coverage. Uh, Uncle Russ is on the line. You guys have heard a lot from him. I apologize. Uh, welcome to my life. And we also got got Griff on the line. He's up munching on some taco time up in uh, Juanita. Griff, how we doing? Good, good, good to be back. Yeah, I could really go for some Mexi fries right now. Um, that would that would really just top off the uh, the best sports week of the year. Really, uh, we just finished up the Final Four, as you guys know. Uh, I don't want to talk about the Mariners. We're just going to say the Mariners are playing well. Uh, Russell, I hate to say you're right so far, but uh, we're two weeks in, so settle down. And then, obviously, we got the Masters coming up here. So this one's going to be a little more nerdy here. Uh, this episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the course, um, about the tournament itself, and uh, just kind of what Augusta is. So we we all know the drive-in. Uh, it's picturesque. It's beautiful. You've heard about the food that's cheap, uh, the iconic holes. So what I've asked each of you guys is to pick your favorite hole on the golf course. Um, maybe give me a few reasons why. Break down the hole for me and tell me... Um, just why you think it means so much to the Masters Tournament. So, Griff, why don't you start us off? What's your favorite hole at Augusta, uh, and and why? Uh, yeah, this one, uh, it's, this isn't an easy question, but I got to go with 11. Um, start of the amen corner. It's a super tough off the tee. Like, it just looks scary. There's no room anywhere. It kind of opens up around the right side, but you're likely going to get stuck in the trees. And then your approach there's water on the left it's par four uh not super long but there's water on the left and then the, but the worst place to be and my favorite place to watch is guys hitting just below the green to the right because it's uphill onto the green they chip on and then the ball just keeps rolling always past the pin always towards the water and it's almost an automatic bogey if you miss the green i mean there's no way Guys, guys going towards the water, going left of the pin near the water is actually the safe shot, which is just crazy to me. Yeah, I so, saw Phil was warming yeah. up, and he said yeah, he's he's been practicing all week, and he he got his greens to, I want to say, I think was he rolling them like a 15 or a 16 to practice or something like that? Did you guys see that? Yeah. And yeah, I did. Describing hole number 11 and trying to stop a chip, um, yeah, I, I can't even imagine... Uh, I mean, everyone always bails out to the right. It's always an iconic, uh, an iconic play. And obviously, these guys don't have the the stones that you have on the tee box, Griffin, where they could just pipe one down. Um, <laughs> for you as a lefty, it'd be a, a nice little tight draw around the corner there um, with your new Callaway driver. Is that you're playing now? It's Ping. Ping. It's and pink. yeah, unfortunately, Ping's not an official sponsor of Hot Take You yet. But we're Ping. We're ready. Uh, <laughs> Well, yeah, we'll have Griff give you a call, um, you know, send him a, another free driver, maybe a three-wood and five-wood to match. Um, yeah, Griff, yeah, that, we're doing the ping course review, so. Yeah. Um, uh, go for it. Yeah, anyway, just finishing up on that hole. Um, it also just, once you get to the 11th on Sunday, like, anything can happen. It's just the most exciting turn. Um, yeah, those final eight holes just get so crazy so that's it for me yeah and and then you obviously you get spoiled with the 12th right there and you get to see what's happening so if you're 
if you're coming down the fairway and the guy in front of you uh, is the guy you're chasing, let's say, or even if it's vice versa, uh, that's just so cool to yeah. be able to see. I mean, I I don't know what Spieth, Spieth was in the final group uh, when he melted down, but that'd be so cool to be the group behind Spieth, seeing him like melt down in front. Of, like that would just be so great because it's all so exposed and you just get to see everything. Um, so that's an underrated part of the course. Russ, what do you uh, what do you got for us? Yeah, so I'll actually uh, stick on Amen Corner. Uh, definitely got to go with hole number twelve. Notorious for the speed meltdown, the quadruple bogey. Um, it's it's absolutely beautiful, but shameless pl- it's a shameless plug. I actually played uh, two or eighteen. It's a course in Dallas, so they have replica holes of some of the best holes in the entire country. But like seven number seventeen at Sawgrass, I I think you guys can guess how I did there, but. <laughs> Uh, they they had number 12. They had Amen Corner um, at this 2 or 18 course. I, so I played number 12, that par 3. Um, again, infamous for that steep meltdown. But when I played it, definitely flew the green into the, the bushes uh, in the back. Had to do my best. Tiger at the match play, kind of chip out from my knees. Um, had to do something funky there. But then was able to two-putt for a nice little bogey save there. But, um, yeah, number 12, absolutely beautiful. Definitely some some iconic moments there in the past and kind of echoing what Griff said, just it's one of those, one of those holes, especially on Sunday where um, you can make things happen or things can go terribly awry. So I, I'm expecting more of the same this Sunday as well. So the best thing about that hole is even if you stay dry, uh, it's not necessarily a good shot, you know, like they always say, just, just stay dry and you're in the hole. But the thing is there is like, even if you stay dry and go long left or, if you get up into the top part of that yeah. back bunker, that's, I don't want to say that's worse than the water. Cause I, I don't think it is, but it's not exactly a great play. And I, yes, yeah, part of me wonders why it's like you stare at it and it's what 140, 145, something around there, maybe a little more. And I just can't like just hit the 145 yard shot. You always hit, but, uh, there seems to be something, something to it, something mystical, uh, Russ, especially with you having, the wind, uh, it's up there. yeah, haven't played it. Um, so if I had to take I my thought, f- go for it, I thought Russ was going to say it. I, when you started saying I actually played it and then you went on to say the tour 18, I, <laughs> I was, I, 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 yeah, there questions. was a little bit of time what in between that, Russ. <laughs> yeah. I gave way too many details. My apologies, but yeah, I could have kept it brief, but yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Next time we're out there, we should, we should get out there. Yeah. We'll have to hit that up. Um, yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm, sure. st- I'm stuck, uh, Russell, with picking a par three. I, uh, um, gosh, okay, I'm gonna do it anyways. I know Russell, you just picked a par three. I'm gonna do it anyways. Uh, to me, it's 16, and there's oh, just tiger hole. Yeah, and the tiger shot obviously is iconic. Uh, everything just feeds down to that Sunday pin. Uh, it's really, it's actually a really hard hole on uh, the other days when, especially when they put it on that top shelf and. Guys are just slamming putts uphill at it and can't get the ball to the hole. Um, it, it is. It's really entertaining. Yeah, the Tiger shot's iconic. You think of uh, the hole-in-ones that have been there. I think there was the one where a guy hit another ball and it went in. I think the reason that one is for me over, obviously, 13, 15 are absolutely iconic. And I, I actually wanted to go with 13, but didn't think we could rally off 11, 12, 13. I didn't think that would be fair. Um I just didn't think it'd be right. The reason I go 16 is that's like, I mean, 
there's three holes left in in the tournament, and if you're there Sunday, that hole really like really really matters. You don't get a par five uh, after you know to maybe make up the shot. You don't get uh, you know there's just I don't know there's not a lot of opportunities coming in, and that's a actual opportunity, but it's also it feels like it was literally handcrafted for TV, you know, just like the ball coming in and you know right away when it hits the green if it's going to have a chance of going in or not. Um, so that that one for me is easily my favorite. Um, the the par fives, again, we got to talk about 13 and 15. They're pretty iconic. The fill shot, um, you know, all the opportunities for eagle. Those are almost par fours at times. Um, they've tried to move those tees back. What is is the fill shot probably the most iconic? Obviously, Bubba had the I think the crazy drives one of the years he won where he literally had like a hundred and like thirty yards in I think on thirteen. But uh, what makes those holes so special to you guys? Is it like the pine straw, the trees? Like something again is mystical. What is it for you guys as you're watching the tournament that makes those holes so great? Uh, well, just watching the women's amateur last week. I mean, it was just giving me butterflies watching these holes. It just, it's, it is magical. It's crazy. It it looks like totally set up and fake. And uh, yeah, you watch it. It just, it's so different. Such a different atmosphere. Yeah, it almost feels like when you're at like having been in like a like Sedona or seen like Utah, and you see like the Red Rocks, and then you go to Disneyland and see Cars Land. And you're like, that looks really, really similar. Like, yeah. I know it's, it that, it almost feels like that. Like, something looks a little different, but it looks, like, really, really similar. But, like, that could definitely be fake, that whole backdrop. And I and I would be fine with it. But, like, what's behind those trees that's, like, behind 13 Green? Like, it's weird. It, it doesn't feel real, almost uh-huh. uh, mystical. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, speaking of course setup, I want to talk about this really quick, and we'll probably wrap this one up. This is going to be another nerdy thought. What do you guys make of the course not necessarily becoming too short, um, but really for guys like Dustin, Rory, uh, you know, for even going a little deeper, Griffey, uh, with Tony, uh, this almost not necessarily playing as a par 72. It almost, because it's so such a classic, uh, they, they do such minor changes to it. There's a limited availability on yardage. What do you guys make of it for some certain players, JT included in that, uh, of just it being almost like a short course compared to everything else they play on tour? Yeah, I mean, the story's always going to be the greens there. Um, I mean, if you can drive it really well and can't putt, then it's your tee green's not going to matter. I mean, putting's just ridiculous there. But I will say they did. They are slowly lengthening the course this year. They lengthened number five which is already kind of a hard par four and they lengthened it 50 yards it's good you're going to see a lot of bogeys there this year um but i agree it just it seems like they're working on it uh regardless i mean it's because of the greens and and stuff it's going to play tough for anyone yeah russ you think they could handle you out there as a as a bomber yourself you think uh what do you what do you think man yeah, absolutely. I mean, they, they had some rain there early this week, too. So, you know, that, that helps my game once we get up uh, <laughs> to, the, <laughs> to the short game. So. Yeah, what are we actually looking um, at no, for I, weather? Do we know? Can we look? Can someone? Yeah, it, looks, it, looks like it's, it looks like it's clearing up just some early week rain, uh, which will hopefully soften things up and people are going low. Oh, yeah. 
Augusta, Georgia. I'm pulling it up live. I want I want some some big details here, Russ. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's gonna be warm. Thunderstorms Friday and Sunday. Oh boy, that could be a fun one. Um, so, for the big cat. Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, if he if it's if it's start stopping and starting and starting and stopping play, that's not good for him. Uh, you might have to reach deep in in Joe Lacava's bag there. Um, for something uh anyways we're gonna probably end the podcast on that one um guys thanks again we're gonna do one more guys and uh we just we can't wait to get this going uh russell hasn't done anything super ridiculous yet so uh make sure you stay tuned and uh we might lose griff griff might fall asleep in the next pod so uh everyone hang on tight and uh we'll keep this uh hot take you masters coverage going